Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Super Cool Radio. I'm your host, as always, Matthew Thomas. Thank you so much for tuning in. I got two incredible guests joining me at this time. It's been over a year since I've interviewed them. Please welcome Joey and Christina of Kaleido. Hi. What's up, dude? It's nice to have you guys back on. As I said, it's been over a year since I've seen you guys. So it's awesome to finally catch up and chat with you guys again. Nice to be here. Great to see you. So I I feel very confident, and we'll see how this goes, but I feel confident this interview will not get interrupted by a train. That's just how I'm feeling. Not this time. Not this time. Not unless one, like, drives through (laughs) our house. I hope not. I... That would be something. Or my house, too. I, I do live about a mile from train tracks. You just can't hear them, which is nice. So we'll see. I, I cannot guarantee I won't throw a clipboard, though. We'll see how this interview goes. What great memories, dude. <laughs> Actually, I still have I have my gear down here after the festival, so I still have the clipboard. <laughs> it survived the train incident of 2022. Once? One, was it? Uh, two, 22. Two, two. yeah. Yeah. It was <laughs> the day that you run, right? Uh, I think same week, I think, yeah. Oh, or was it the yeah. day after? No, it was the day after. I it was the day after. Yeah, it was that Saturday. Factory in, in Battle Creek. It was the day after we released it, so we played a show. Joey's memory is way better than I remember than all mine. the shows. We did a show at um, Diesel in, in, um, in Michigan as well the night before that, so I remember that. That's what we were talking about was we just released a song, so. You know, fun facts. So here we are, <laughs> a year later, right after we released the song. Yeah, right. right. Exactly. Exactly. That's why I did want to have you guys on because you guys released a killer new single entitled Misery. Before we get to that, I have some more wacky questions real quick before we get to talking about Misery. So a new question I have been asking my guests this season, if you could have dinner with any two musicians, living or deceased, who would they be? start each of us separately or do we each pick one individually yes okay um wow i like how joey just delegated that question just right away (laughs) well you can do it first and then you know you might say something i'm gonna say so you're kind of got it better going first (sighs) okay here um gosh Okay. Well, you know what? Just as um like revenge for the fact that Joey put the ball in my court, I'm going to say Dave Grohl as one of them. That's a good one. Because I bet great. you that you were going to pick that. Um, and let's see here. Um, I'm going to say Axl Rose. That's a good one. Two good ones. Two livings. Okay. So then, if she did two livings, I'll do two not livings. Then um, John Bonham. Led Zeppelin for sure. It's like my one of my biggest influences of drums ever, and would just be crazy to talk to him and just <laughs> hear him talk about anything would be wild. So him uh, and probably Eddie Van Halen, another deceased um, wow, legend. You didn't pick Dave Paul. No, I mean those are two guys that would be insane to talk to them. They've left such a, a 
mark on the instrument. So those are my two choices because you did two living, I did two not living. So it balances out. It balances out. That's what you got to do. It's a band, right? <laughs> There's still a chance for mine to come true. There is. That's right. That's right. Well, really great picks all around. I, I, uh, well, honestly, I, I asked a lot of difficult questions, as you know, because you guys have been on, on the show before, but um, I do appreciate you guys answering with some really great uh, picks. I guess, you know what, for me, because I haven't answered this yet and I'm in the mood for it, uh, Alice Cooper, Iggy Pop. Those are my yeah, two. That'll be solid. They got the Detroit thing going on. Nice. Huh? Okay. That's right. I finally got to see Iggy Pop live uh, back in March, and that was something I didn't think was going to happen in my lifetime, and I'm so glad it happened. That's right. All right, so now uh, one more question that we're talking. Oh wait, now I nope. I just I don't know what my format is. I do have some more questions that we will get to misery. <laughs> um, so I know this more specifically for Christina, but Joey can answer as well. So uh, Christina, I know you're a huge fan of horror movies and horror movie franchises. From my research, uh, what is your favorite horror movie franchise? Halloween. That was easy, wasn't it? That was so easy. I didn't. <laughs> Unlike your last question, there was no thought yeah. that needed to happen. I already knew the answer to that. Very good. Well, I'm glad that was an easier question. Mine is the mug I have with me. That is Jason. That's my favorite. Nice. Most yeah. of which Friday the 13th lit. Which um, obviously, the first one is a classic. And right. I know uh, six is not as good, but it has like four Alice Cooper songs in there. So I really enjoy six. Nice answer. I love what, which one is that? I like, uh, takes Manhattan. Jason takes Manhattan. Cause it was like the worst right. one growing up. Yeah. It was the worst to me. It was just awesome. That one's rad. Three sweet. Jason versus Freddie. Freddie versus Jason is my favorite. Freddie versus Jason. Yeah. Um, and then fun fact, since it's your favorite franchise, I'll bestow this on you. If you didn't know, uh, part three was the first film that actually has the mask the mask the one that's on your cup right there yeah yeah i didn't i now that you say that yes i had to think about <laughs> it, it, and it was yes. 3d because it was in the 80s and that's when like you know jaws 3d it was like the whole three but it's 3d it's good marketing there right eh? <laughs> <laughs> sure <laughs> all right uh, last question. We talked about misery. Actually, nope. We talk about ghosts and misery. I don't know. My whole format's messed up. I'm sorry. I can't read my own writing. Um, I uh, I messed up in the last interview. I was supposed to ask a question from our friend Lance Gilbert uh, in the last interview, and I just totally forgot. So I'm sorry, Lance. But I will be asking two questions from him uh, in this okay, interview. So the first question I asked again, it more pertains to Christina, but again, Joey, if you want to answer, you can. Uh, so since moving to Los Angeles. Have you met or worked with any new talent since moving to LA? Yes, we have met quite a few um, of our like idol esque yeah. yeah. uh, personalities. A couple of which include you're gonna love this one, Alice Cooper <laughs> and Billy Joel from Green Day, and shortly before. He passed away. Joey met Taylor Hawkins. Yeah, that was wild. And we have been recording and working on a lot of new music out here. So it's been it's been a lot of fun. It's very productive. And I am really happy with all of the new environments yeah. that and, and that and how it has spurred our creativity in new ways. Yeah, it's great. 
Well, I'm glad to hear you guys are, uh, you know, the move to LA was uh, really great. You met some really awesome people. I like how almost every question Alice Cooper comes up. I love it. <laughs> uh, was there really any, like culture shift moving from Michigan to LA? No, I didn't really. I don't really think like anything too shocking. I've, we've been coming out here working for many years, so we're used to it. We just didn't spend super extended amounts of time. Like we'd come for a couple of weeks or, you know, a week. So just hear more, more now, but um, yeah, you know, like culture shock wise. No, I mean, it's different than Michigan, but we, like I said, we, we t- toured so much and we've always been around. It's not too crazy, but it's definitely different when you live somewhere and you kind of like day to day, you're not just here for a little bit. So you start to see different things that you wouldn't notice if you're only coming to somewhere for like a day or a week or whatever, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, not like a shock, but it's it's different in great ways. The weather's really nice. I like it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad you guys are enjoying the weather. It has been raining most of this week here where I am at. So, yeah. Well, not a lot of rain here. That's, no. that's a nice thing, depending. Yeah, at least you don't, have to get, you don't have to deal with snow, so that's pretty nice. That's my favorite. I, for one, am a huge fan of thunderstorms, though, so I wouldn't be that yeah. mad about it. They're rad. I wouldn't you know, be mad but... about more of them. Right. I'm, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of them, but, you know. But I like I like Joey's comment, thunderstorms are rad. I'm going to I'm gonna use that on right. tagline now. <laughs> Hashtag thunderstorms are rad. They are. Sometimes. <laughs> I mean, not if you have to travel when it's happening. I mean, that's not fun. But this side and watch it happen. That's, right. that's been me most of the time this week. Like I've had to travel somewhere and, you know, not just a short distance. I'm not like going down the street or something. It's like, I have to travel and like, there's a huge thunderstorm. I'm on the bypass trying to go like 70 miles an hour, 65. You see anything? Yep, exactly. And like people put their hazards on. It's not a good idea. Don't do that. Anyway, sorry, before I get off into a tangent. Um, yeah, that was me this week. Anyway. Tangent, dude. You can tangent. It's okay. I try not to. I try not to. Even though this is my show, I can do whatever I want. I try not to. <laughs> but focusing back on you guys, before we talk about the new single, Misery, uh, I did want to talk about the previous single, which was Ghosts, because you guys filmed a awesome-looking music video for Ghosts, and the location, from what I've heard, has got some uh, significance behind it. Yes, sir. Thank you, by the way. We had a lot of fun filming that. And the location was in Altadena, California, and it is one of the houses that was used on the show American Horror Story. Yeah, it's crazy. It was built in like the 1800s, and it's super haunted. You could and tell it's, it's like super legit haunted. haunted. Yeah, the lady that runs it was telling us, and it was creepy, dude. Like we were in there, shot all in one day. We started in the morning, but we finished at night, so it was basically pitch black when we were leaving. You know. And we had like left stuff upstairs and there's no lights on. And, like she turned the power off or something. So I don't know. There was no, I couldn't get any light switch on. I didn't flash. All I was like my phone flashlight. And I was like, oh, I got to get this fan from upstairs or whatever. And I was like, hey, Drew, like, go get that fan from upstairs or whatever. He's like, why don't you go get it? You know what I'm like? <laughs> I'll go with you, I guess. So we went up there and dude, it was creepy. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I mean, I don't, I don't know, but it was creepy. I'll tell you that. I can attest to that. So it was pretty creepy. Right. Well, right on. I mean, um, so like, just like just creepy vibes throughout the whole like house. Definitely. Yes. Well, I mean, it is cool. Like the the whole like the scenery and stuff, and like just the location for it. I mean, it matched ghosts like perfectly. Yeah. Right. It turned That's... out just how we wanted it to. 
and we got to get some really incredible special effects makeup done. But because it was built in the 1800s, there was definitely no air conditioning in there, and it was 100 degrees. Yeah, the so there was one small portable air conditioning unit that looked like it was the first air conditioning unit that was ever built. Um, so that was in the kitchen where we had the makeup applied, yeah. but it was only shooting out about like this much of an area. And then we had to obviously go to other areas of the house to film. And so having all that makeup on, it was real hot and sweaty and real intense. And I was afraid that the makeup was going to just melt right off. Mine but did. It, it, mine stayed pretty well. Mine did pretty much right away. And then also <laughs> I had, we had special effects contacts in and I had the only pair that you could actually see through. Although they were, you know, white, they weren't fully opaque. The guys had fully <laughs> opaque, full white out blind contacts. Like it was putting a white sheet on each of their eyeballs. So they had to be led around by people because they were like fully blind. So that was a really crazy experience for them as well. They got to experience what it feels like to be blind and then also have to perform their on their instruments. <laughs> it was, and then the, all that filming didn't happen at once. So they had to sit around for a while with those in. Well, we had to put them in before we did the makeup because we couldn't like, we, okay, even more backstory, which is ridiculous. Cody and I cannot put, I mean, Drew too, but mostly Cody and I had never put in contacts in our eyes. Like, we don't know how to do that. I've never had to do that. So we did it for run, um, and Christina had to put them in our eyes, and it was like a whole thing. Like, it was like us <laughs> just like clockwork oranging like our eyes, dude, and like just trying to put it in, and it just would not I'm stay. I'm a pro contact yeah. wearer. So people so were probably like, what that. is happening? We're like in a, that bar that we shot run, those se those sequences, and that's where we did it. And people, we were like in the bathroom, people like knocking on it, trying to get in there. We're just like, oh, God. You know, like, but so we did it for a run, but then this time we knew that was going to happen. So we're like, okay, we have to do this before we get the makeup. So that was why we were in them for like so long. So we had to wait for one person to get them in. You know, I think I was like second or I might have been first or something because I had them in for like three and a half hours, dude, just sitting there. And I really could not see anything. Like it was crazy. Like I was playing drums. It's like, I mean, I could pretty much see where everything, like feel where everything is, but it was just like the weirdest experience. I wonder if there's some kind of like subconscious, um, realization of the fact that I know you guys are so uncomfortable and hate those. And then somehow they just keep getting written into every music. <laughs> yeah. Right. They look cool. I, I was going to ask about the contest. I know Joe, you mentioned that last time during uh, the last interview. Oh yeah. yeah. We about that, yeah. And then we did, I, I did, did it again. I did it. We did it again. <laughs> I did it to him again. So, so just every music video going forward, you guys are going to wear contacts at some point. Oh, that's going to be Well, fun. we didn't have to in misery, so. <laughs> but actually, I I mentioned it. I mentioned it. Do you remember that? Yeah. I don't know why. I got a thing for those special effects contacts, but. We use them enough, didn't end right? up Didn't end up using it. We'll give them a break. So, so, Joey, for you, like, was, like, how much of a different experience it was to try to, like, play drums but also not see anything? It was weird. Like, a lot, I don't know. It's. I feel like a lot of times when you're like you're playing your instrument, you get lost in it. You're not necessarily staring at it the whole time or whatever. But it's like drums, like a bit different. Maybe on guitar, you can kind of feel where you're going. But it's like there's like you know you have like a symbol, a symbols. Your stuff is like <laughs> you know, and it was like a video, so I was using somebody else's drums. Like I didn't have like my stuff. I mean, I set them up, set them up pretty close to how I would. But 
just not like you can see out of your peripherals mostly when you're playing. Like I don't stare at them, but not having my peripherals or anything, it was odd. <laughs> it was just guessing kind of, you know. I think I did pretty good the whole time. I only missed them like a couple of times, you know, but I'm sure they didn't do that, whatever. But it was good, it was good enough to get it for the video. So all good. <laughs> and that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, that's all that matters, whatever. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna we're not gonna see a drum solo with the contacts in. No, I don't think so. <laughs> That'd be funny though, right? <laughs> That'd be like a whole challenge. See if it's like how much worse it is from I'll do it once without the contacts and do it once with them. See how much worse it is than the first time. <laughs> That'd be a good TikTok. That would be kind of funny, actually. I'd be interested in seeing that if somebody else did it. Well, <laughs> thanks, Matt. Good suggestion. Good one. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Maybe we'll do that. You know, I'm looking for any excuse to make them wear contacts. Next time exactly. we're on tour, dude, we'll do that. We'll have to get you at soundtrack and we'll have, we'll bring the contacts. I'm in. I'm in. Just let me know. I'm right. interested in seeing that. I would be too. That's why I suggested it. Yeah, but you know what? You won't be seeing. I won't be seeing. Oh, yeah, you won't be seeing. But I won't I'm... be seeing the second one. That was a good one, man. You guys are crushing, funny, funny jokes. That's it. I I'm not. I don't just run a podcast. I come up with great ideas for people. Legend, legend. All right. So now with that. Uh, we're talking about Ghost of Side now. I do want to talk about the current single, which is Misery. It's available on all platforms. Plus, you got another killer music video for this single. So, before we talk about the music video, how was it writing and recording Misery? It was really awesome, really fast. It was our first time working with Thrasher, who co wrote and produced the song with us. And we did it in one afternoon. Um, right here in North Hollywood. And it was just, yeah. that's how some of the best songs happen is the ones that happen really fast like that. Yeah. And that is how it, how it went. And it's one of my favorite songs that we've ever written. Yeah, that's wild. Just the way that one worked out, that was actually written before Ghost Sand Run. Like we had that one already. We, like the first day we met Thrasher, we like went in there and met him and that just like happened. And we're like, whoa, like this is awesome. Like we love this. But just the way everything that worked out, we ended up doing those, you know, and then this. But, um, yeah, it was pretty crazy. It was, like, very quick and just, like, happened. Like, it was awesome. Really enjoyed it. Well, I'm glad it was a very quick process uh, for you guys. And so uh, how was it working with Thrasher? Was, like, is it for, the, like, the new set of music or have you worked with him before? Um, the first time was for Misery, but we worked with him on Ghosts. Um, and then we're actually back in with him doing something else possibly right now he's awesome <laughs> he's super talented he's, he's a he's really great. great guy and it's a pleasure working with him it's really awesome now right on that is awesome to hear i know he's, he's worked with a lot of great bands as well and um, yeah i know dude's awesome he's a it's a very talented producer as well very so and i did want to talk about for misery what is the uh the, what is the message in misery the message is escaping whatever is making you unhappy or miserable and whether that be something relationship wise an addiction or a battle that you're fighting in your own mind that song is a release and an expression of getting away from that situation Oh, no, for sure. I definitely, uh, I definitely picked up on uh, a lot of that as well throughout the whole music video. It is, um, I think it's, it's a little bit heavier topic compared, I think, to um, like Run or something like that. I think it's definitely yes. very heavy. 
Uh, but I really enjoyed it, and um, it's very catchy as well with the chorus. Thank you. Thank you, dude. That song is powerful. Um, it has reached a lot of people in its short lifespan so far out in the world, and I've heard some incredible feedback that makes me feel really good because one of the main reasons why I write music is to not only use it as therapy for myself, but it's also to help others. And I have received some feedback since it's been out that it is striking a nerve with people and putting words to emotions that they have been unable to express themselves. And that's one of the biggest compliments that I can get when it comes to hearing how my song affects someone. Oh, no, for sure. Especially to have them, you know, not uh not be able to like uh you know express the emotion but you you do it through the music uh it definitely it's a very powerful tool that's how you know connect people unite people and help them dealing with you know whatever situation that they are going through so I'm, I'm glad you got a lot of positive feedback from misery it's a tough subject and it it's really extreme and intense especially shooting the music video was the craziest thing we've ever done yeah definitely but i feel that reining that power in and you know manipulating it to deliver a message is part of our job it's part yeah. of why we do music so all good oh no for sure for sure and i did since you did uh, mention about the music video i did want to talk about it because i again i with what i have to do i listen to a lot of music i listen i watch a lot of music videos and watching misery like i got goosebumps from it you know you just feel it uh uh and that doesn't happen to me too often when i when i watch music videos uh so i think i thought it was very well done and it thank just uh, translates you know from the music to the visual very well thank you very much so like how like how was it filming it like how come up with the ideas for it you know put it all together like how was all that? It was really fun um, planning it because we got to work with two very talented individuals, um, Shepard Flash Lowry and Scott Kelly, and they helped us make put the treatment together. Yeah, and then from there we went to planning and choosing the places that we were going to film it at. But it was 120 degrees. I don't know what, well, we live in California, so eh, it's hot most of the time. So, so yeah, Ghost and that video uh, for Misery were filmed in very, very hot conditions. It was appropriate for Misery because the song <laughs> is called Misery and it was pretty miserable. We were in the middle of the desert. So it was like very intense and it was really emotional filming it. It's funny because I didn't really have to act in that one. I was crying for real. And that song means so much to me. And I wrote those words from my heart. And as soon as I heard them played and they're saying action to get all these scenes, uh, I just was what kind of waterworks were just flowing. Yeah. And I felt it because it's, based off of, you know, true and real emotions and events. And it's, 
it wasn't hard to go back there. I can go there all the time. I kind of have that it tucked away in like a box in the attic of my mind at all times anyway. So I was able to access that that day. And I think it comes across. Yeah. We've never done anything like that before. Really like just a full acting music video, you know, with no like band sequences or any kind of performance stuff. So that was like, kind of intimidating going into it like you know we had talked about it or just like all right well if we're gonna do this like just go for it you know we never acted i mean only acting training or whatever but it was just kind of we've all been there before we've all felt like that anyone can relate <clears throat> so we just kind of tapped into that and it was uh I, I think it turned out really really good it definitely is a snapshot of um those uh those emotions which is what we wanted to convey for that video so we're definitely really happy with it yeah Oh, no, it, it, the music video turned out amazing. And yeah, it's, you know, a lot of people kind of feel the emotions that are in uh, the song and stuff. And I definitely, I've connected with it. And um, it, it just showed like, um, you just really feel the emotion. Like, again, it really hit me, especially when I first watched it, uh, just because the emotions are so like, just there and in your face with like what, you know, what you guys are presenting. Yeah. So uh, I will leave a link for that in the description of this podcast as well. Please check it out. It looked amazing. I do have one question because I'm a former mechanic and I always look at this stuff. Whose car did you use uh, oh, in the video? Yeah. It was a friend of a friend's car. <laughs> yes, it was a, his... Uh... And that's a famous car. It's been on billboards in Los yeah, Angeles. Yeah. And usually he doesn't let anybody use that car, but he let us use that car. So shout out to Mark for letting us use that car. Yeah, and Valentino hooking it up as always. So that was great that we got to get that because um, I think that car really was uh, cooler than just like rolling up in a little, you know, <laughs> Chevy like, what, tracks or whatever, you know. Hey! <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, that's kind of, Christina has a Chevy track. I'm just saying it's a rad car, but like, you know, we need like uh, something Yeah, else. it was sick. And it, you know, it it visually was, was like a great fit <laughs> it for was. the video. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it definitely. I, I'm always curious. That's that's why I asked because you know, I'm, I'm a car guy. So I I was I was curious about that. But oh, it matched it really well, and it looked awesome. It's a badass car. It's a badass car. Very good, fellas. I'm with it. <laughs> All right, so I do got just a few more things before we start wrapping up this interview. Always have a great time chatting with you guys. I appreciate you stopping by Super Cool Radio. So back to some fun questions as we were closing out this interview. Well, maybe, well fun for me, I guess, because I get to ask these. But uh, a question I've not asked you guys before, I've been starting to include this in my interviews lately. So if you recorded what you consider to be the most perfect single, but it was never released, would you be content knowing you recorded it or would you want it released? I would want it released. Yeah, same, definitely. I mean, I'd still be content listening to it. I, listen I to it have time, a couple but, of those right now. Yeah, but I always and want like, to release stuff. Yeah, know. and I'm like sad that they're not released yet. I'm like, come on. Because the thing so, is, you can like have something that you have done and you're like, man, like it means something to you. you listen, I can listen to it a million times. I love it. But you want to like let it go out and have a life. And because every time someone hears something, dude, it's like they, their brain relates it to something completely different, you know, than you thought, I'm sure, or the same or whatever. But that's the beautiful thing is that you can, it can be whatever it needs to be for somebody when they need it, you know? So I would definitely want it to be out in the, uh, in the world. Oh, no, for sure. I, that's a lot of the people I interview and ask that question. They definitely want it released. <laughs> Plus, I, for, for you guys, so like you said, Misery was recorded before Run and Ghost. I know Ghost was like end of last year, I want to say, and Run was, oh, wait, no, sorry. 
Ghost was a while, yeah. It's all blur. Yeah, it is all blur. So how does it... October of last year. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and then yeah, Run was in May of, uh, of last year as well. Okay, yeah. So there we go. Reading, we yeah. have hundreds of songs, dude. They're not released yet. Like so that's, what, that's what I was going we were just we were like putting those together slowly over that time. So there's because once we we can write something, but then once it's just like a demo or something, then we have to kind of bring it to life, record it, do all that. So it's like we're kind of working on all that stuff simultaneously as well as it's like you know. And then whenever it gets done first, we figure out how we want to release it and all that. So yeah. So, uh, but the question I was, how do you guys feel about like? I mean, you have to you have to wait. You know, obviously for you know multiple different reasons, you have to wait to release this. How does it feel like the anticipation of like waiting until it's released? I hate it. <laughs> I'll just put it out. It is stressful, but it's also really exciting, and it just I think that that anxiety of releasing something is a big reason why sometimes things don't get released or they just keep getting pushed back, 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 back because. You can't, it's not as easy as just releasing something. Right. Like that sounds really easy to do. There's so much that goes into that to make it a success, to make sure that it gets out to people. All of these, the marketing side of things, it's just yeah. so much besides just the actual release. And for me, I feel that these songs are like children to me. I feel like I as the parent, as the creator <laughs> of that song, have to do everything in my power to give that song the best opportunity out in the world. And yeah. so that weighs heavy on my shoulders as well. So I've turned over a new leaf, though. I'm done being <laughs> scared and um, uh, possessive of my babies. And now I'm sending them out into the world, one after another now. They're out of here. Empty in the nest. Got to do it. <laughs> but it is, it is true. You don't, um, you know, just like put out a song because like if you don't have the proper marketing or the proper social media and stuff, like no one's going to see it. No one's going to hear it. And then, you know, you, you know, it's, it's, it's a whole mess. Even like with, I, with what I do, I have to, uh, okay, this day is good for this or, you know, whatever, or I got to promote it somehow. And it's just, there's a lot to do besides just doing, you know, what you, what we see on camera or what we hear in a song. Oh yeah. There's so much stuff on the internet. <laughs> there is. And it's easy to get lost in the highways and byways of the algorithms. So you do have to put thought into it nowadays. It's just how it is. Exactly. Exactly. That's why you got to come up with fun, fun uh, TikTok ideas as well. Yes. <laughs> hey, I'm All serious, right. dude. I'm serious. We yeah, come right. He's not doing I'll it. I'll do it. I, the hardest part of the whole fucking thing is just going to be getting He's the contacts in my it. eyes. He's not Sorry, I didn't know put those contacts in the, there. Dude, the, getting the contacts it. in my eyes will be the hardest part of that whole thing. The rest of it, cake, easy. But it might be like an hour trying to get them in there. This could possibly happen. <laughs> All right, we'll find out. We'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> All right, uh, a few more things. One more question from Lance before we close out this interview. Hi, uh, Lance. He, he wanted me to ask, um, do you have any tour plans in the works at this time? Yes, we do. We do. That's all I'm saying about it. <laughs> well, there you go, Lance. That's all we're going to get. That's <laughs> <laughs> all you get. I tried, Lance. I tried. That was also one of my questions. I, if he wasn't, gonna, if he didn't say anything, I would have asked it too. Um, all right. Uh, so last thing and then we'll talk about the future plans for Kaleido if you're at liberty to talk about anything um so i know you guys have been involved in the music industry for quite you know quite a quite a long time 
what is your advice for up and coming musicians? Hmm. <sighs> well, um, be real. Yeah, be yourself. Be true to what you want to do. Super easy to have a million people always telling you all the time, you should do this. You should do this. You look like this, so you should do this. Or this will work for you. Or you have to like want to do what you are doing. Like you, you have to feel it. It has to be real. It has to be <clears throat> authentic. So I think that is one of the biggest, if not the biggest thing, is just to do that so you truly believe in what you're doing. Because how can you sell something if you truly don't believe in what it is, you know? Buckle up and get ready for a really crazy ride with a lot of ups and downs, Yeah, heavy on the downs. Yep. And you have to be resilient and you have to be able to know that this is a business at the end of the day. So you need to look at yourself as a product and be thoughtful in how you um, execute the distribution of your product, which is yourself and your music. And just stay authentic and because people can see if you're being real or not. Definitely. And don't let anybody tell you that you can't because if you really want to, you can. You are the one that decides that. You have to That's work really one. hard. You cannot give up when you get disappointed, when somebody tells you that it sucks or they don't like it or, you know, the, the trolls come for you. You can't let it get to you. You have to just keep on trucking. So get some tough, thick skin and write some really good songs and uh, enjoy the ride. That's pretty good advice. That's fantastic advice. That is amazing advice for like music or just really entertainment in general. Um, life. Jeez. It's life. life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, fantastic advice. Thank you so much. I know, uh, you know, a lot of stuff I do struggle with that a lot, uh, just like you know what you were talking about. So I mean, I really appreciate it. I know everyone watching, listening does as well. Uh, so last fun question before we close out this interview: Is Cody still winning the competition of life? He said oh. he he said he did in the last interview. So I'm curious. He's always winning. If if you ask Cody, he will tell you yes. <laughs> he is. <laughs> That's what he said in the last interview. So I'm glad I'm glad he's still winning. <laughs> He's always winning. He's he winning stays everything. winning. Stays winning. I'm glad to hear. All right. <laughs> so uh, close out this interview. Uh, what is the rest of this year, 2023, and early 2024 looking like for Kaleido? Lots of new music. Yes. We are dropping songs like crazy. You can <laughs> expect a new song from us around once every month. Um, you know, it's going to sometimes be like a week into the next month. Like it's always going to be around like every month. So yeah, not like, weights, yeah, very constant releasing of music, tons of content and I was about to say something that I'm not supposed <laughs> to say. Well, and that's we have, it. we're doing, no, um, I'm just kidding. We're, nah, in um, 2024, we're doing Monsters of Rock Cruise. So that's going to be rad. We're doing that. Um, and the rest of the stuff, I guess, I don't know if we're supposed to say anything yet. So. Coming soon. But <laughs> Coming lots soon. of content, we'll lots of music. Yes. Like we've been in the studio like crazy, getting all this music ready to release. And we're just going to be like firing one off every month. So get ready for new Kaleido. And 
I'm excited for the next year. Yeah, me too. Really excited. And stay posted on our social media because we have a lot of other things in the works yet. And I don't really, I don't want to go into it yet. I, I want to give you guys some surprises. So <laughs> I'm, I agree. I'm happy leaving you with that. Me you too. can look forward to a new song every month. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to more new music from you guys. And I, I heard you guys got some great plans in the works for other things as well. So I look forward to all of that uh, for the end of this year and into next year. Plus, I hope to see you live at a show. I haven't seen you guys in over a year at a live show. So I hope that happens. It's about that's time. about that time. <laughs> good, good. I'm I'm glad to hear. But I will leave some links for Kaleido in the description of this podcast. Please check out and support them. Misery currently out right now. Check out the music video as well. But it's always a fantastic time chatting with you guys. I really appreciate it. And I just can't wait to see you guys in person again. Same, man. I know. Miss you, dude. Also, amazing hat and shirt combo. Didn't give you the compliment yet, which is ridiculous. Can't like, wait see you. Thank you for always being so supportive. You're the best, man. Thank you so much. Really and it's it. really great to see you today. Thank you for having us on again. We love Super Cool Radio. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate you guys' support as you know oh. with everything. And it, I don't know. I, I don't know, I'm lost of words. I can't. I don't know how to say it. But just thank you, thank you. You're uh, welcome. I'm, You're welcome, dude. Thank you. <laughs> so for Joe and Christina of Kaleido, I'm your host, as always Matthew Thomas. Thank you so much for watching and listening to Super Cool Radio. And remember, stay frosty. <laughs> stay frosty, bro. <laughs> <laughs>